Hi, Anals. It's Fumi, and I am leaving New York City. Fumi's finally had enough of all this horrible <laughs> New York City crap, and he's gone Hollywood. I'm going Hollywood. We're going to Tinseltown, y'all. Yeah, dude. Uh, and to celebrate, I'm having a goodbye Hack City show in New York City. It'll be the last one we'll do together for a little bit, um, and it's going to be July 28th, Wednesday, at Canal Street Market at 8 p.m. It's uh, us coming back to Canal Street Market, so it's our first show since the pandemic back at Canal Street Market. Get your tickets at asiannotasianpod.com or check the episode description or go to the bio link on our Instagram page is not Asian pod. We hope to see you there because if you don't, I'll take it personally and I'll help you forever. Okay, bye. Why does it have to be like, I don't like them, but I like you. Like, I don't care about this other part. All we got is self-anointing and I feel like comments like that kind of strip away at the very little credit and confidence that we're trying to build. Welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is Saturday, July 10th, coming at you from a undisclosed location. Um, as always, if you were listening to this on your phones, please take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories, tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod. It really, really helps get the word out there. So please do that. And if mm-hmm. you're listening to this on your iPhones, please go to the podcast app. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, we, you know, hey, you know how it is. We're an independent podcast. Okay, this is a mom and pop shop. You know those people selling fruit, fruit stands, fruit stands outside on like Canal Street. Yeah, that's us, yep. but with jokes about our swamp asses. Yeah. Okay. So we're we got fresh bits for you. We got fresh bits for you. So please do that. And um, yeah, I think that's it for the announcements. You know, um, this is uh, this might be a shocking kind of th- way to start the show, but Anals, if you've been paying attention, you know that I got a job and I might be living New York soon and it's finally happening. Yep. So this is actually our last in-person session that we will do for a little bit. For a little for bit. For a little bit. You'll come back. I mean, you'll I'll be, be back, back soon. I'll be back soon. But this is the last one of you and me, you know, with our sh- shitty camera set up. <laughs> yes. Inside a Canal Street Market, <laughs> you know, with our guests all in person because of moving forward, we're going to have to do some sort of combination of someone's uh on zoom and maybe maybe they me and the guests are here and you're yeah. on zoom or yeah. some shit like that yeah. yeah so you know this is where this is it this is like the last time the illuminati get together and sacrifice the virgin yes and then that then the virgin sacrifice has to be on zoom after that it's the end of an era also i love that you said shitty cameras because we actually bought expensive cameras but they're kind of heavy so we don't bring them <laughs> that's, really, <laughs> that's really what it is so before we start the show uh we always do a shout out to our newest patreon guests or like patreon supporters if you don't know what that is go to patreon.com asian Asian pod. It is the easiest way to support the podcast. It is the best way to support the podcast. Yep. And uh, what it is, is, you give us money on a monthly basis, anywhere from five dollars to whatever you want to give. Mm-hmm. And that money goes to, um, you know, buying these shitty cameras, as Mike calls them. Um, paying for an editor, paying for a producer who do like eight ninety nine percent of the work. Um, and you know, as I move to LA, we're gonna have to. There's probably other costs involved. And so, um, again, we're a completely independent podcast, so we really, really need yep. your help. So please do that. And uh, and and as a reward, we give you a shout out on the podcast. And try to guess your ethnicity based purely on your last name so here we go we have new uh, we have four new people this week who joined yep starting with jeff chan c-h-a-n chinese chinese as hell (laughs) this one is a bauhinia lee bauhinia lee okay i dm'd with this person because she gave ten dollars and had to slide into her dms nice She, she told me this is a flower bauhinia oh interesting it's the flower of Hong Kong or something. Oh, okay. Whatever's on their passport. Right. Yeah. I was going to say this person sounds like 
Chinese, Chinese Taiwanese. But then so it was such an unusual name. So I was like, maybe this is like actually like a Thai person who's also Chinese. A Thai person who cut their last name in half. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we know you're Hong Kong. Hong Kongese. Hong Kongese. Hong Kongese. Shout Hong Kongese. out. Shout out. Shout out. And, I, and here at Asian Nation, we, we recognize you as a sovereign nation. Uh, which Can we say that? I think... <laughs> Well now, yeah now now this podcast has been banned in China. So, uh, but you know, shouts for that. <laughs> okay, next we have uh, yo. This one's wild, bro. This um, is a sick name. Amira, Imad, El Haj, Umar. Dude, I don't know where the first name ends and the last name begins. This is really crazy. This is okay. So we're are we? Well, we always guess that not just ethnicities but nationalities yes, of yes. Asian people. But yes. this person is uh middle eastern but then do we want to get I, I, I don't know if i can get more specific than that saudi arabian you know mm, that doesn't make I was, sense I, 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 I was gonna say like kuwait i'm getting kuwait vibes i'm getting some <laughs> kuwait vibes i'm getting some kuwait I'm vibes. sensing some oil money here or, or maybe do you think this is two people this is a couple maybe it's like uh, maybe it's like amira imad and her roommate el haj umar do people have roommates in kuwait i have no idea nah dude I don't know. <laughs> 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 roommates is a Western thing. Is it? I no, don't, I don't is know. Is it Craigslist slash Kuwait? <laughs> no, I think this is one person. And and I think that, um, you know, Arabic people sometimes have fire-ass names like this. Yeah. Amira sounds like Arabic. May- yeah. Maybe Muslim. I don't know. Like right. that kind of vibe. Uh, El Haj. I think there's a, probably a dash in there that this person, you know. I missed. Yeah. You know, just doesn't even want to put in there because it's already too fire of a name. Yeah. And then, you know, so I think this is um, a Kuwaiti person a with Kuwait. no roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed okay. it. Okay. Finally, we, we're gonna we're gonna cl- we're gonna close our palette with Connor Luong. Okay. So Luong. I think okay. this person is Chinese Vietnamese. You know what's interesting? I, I've never you don't meet a lot of Connor is because okay the most popular guy in my high school is named Connor yep. so whenever I think of Connor I think of like hot Irish yes. football player okay. so I think this is the new breed of hot Vietnamese guys mm-hmm. okay they, they used to be the Kevin Nguyen's Yes. But now we got some Connor Nguyen's. Bro, you're telling me there are Vietnamese kids out there born in like 2007 with names like Clay? Yeah. Clay? <laughs> there's, there's, there's definitely a Brooklyn Nguyen out there Damn. okay for sure and that guy fucks so oh my gosh yeah so this is a uh an asian guy who gets it so yeah. thank you so much Thanks, for Connor. your money and uh have a great hop back summer we love you guys <laughs> and again if you want to get in on this game go to patreon.com slash asian not asian pod moving on to story of the week uh oh, this is a good one this I can't is wait. i'm so this shit got me fucked up mike i love it when w- i love it when you get fucked up you know because here's the thing here's the thing i'm like a pretty nice guy i think i i, I don't want to use the word nice i'm a pretty Easy guy. You're mellow. Yeah, I'm you're pretty easy, easy as in yeah. I don't have energy to deal with your bullshit. So I'll just be, I'll just yes man it, and I'll live through life that way. I'm the, Probably I'm, not the best way. I'm, I know what you mean. But I'm just like, you know, you, it, it it takes a lot to make me really mad, right? Yep. So this is a, t- something happened this week that made me really mad. My friend, I haven't seen in a while, a, a good college friend. Uh, we used to work at Ipido together. Uh, shout out to Louie. We, she was like, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's catch up. Uh, I have a new boyfriend. I want you to meet him. I was like, yes, let's hang out. Yep. So she lives in the neighborhood. So we go to uh, Do or Dive Bar mm-hmm. in Bed-Stuy, which apparently is like, it's kind of famous only because um, th- it used to be a diner called Do or Dine. And right. that got some sort of attention. Yep. They closed and it became Do or Dive. Now it's a dive bar. Yep. And uh, we always talk about the race timer on this podcast. A race timer is this race sketch timer. that Mike and I will never write, but hopefully one day we will, about a timer you can set on the bar as you're ordering as a ordering at the bar as a person of color and after a certain time it tells you if it's if it's if if 
the bartender is not looking at you because he's racist. Right. right? If, they're not if serving a certain you. amount of time has passed, then this person is racist. He's racist, right? Exactly. And so I'm at this fucking bar. And when you walk in, it's very like hipster, like yes. fucking like jorts, like those mullet, you know, those mullets that yeah, are right yeah, now. Yeah, mullet. Yeah. For, to give you more context, this is one of my favorite bars. And I can't <laughs> fucking believe it. I'm really like I thought when he told me that earlier, I was like, dude, we might have to enter friendship because this is like. I don't know how. Let me talk through my shit, and yeah, I'm gonna, no, no, I'm gonna, no, 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 I'm gonna, and I'm gonna take you to court because I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I, I walk in. It's very Dive hipster, and the 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 patrons are all. It's that. It's like it's very white, but it's my yeah. least favorite kind of white. It's it's that like, Bernie, you know, like <laughs> mullet. I mean, it's not Bernie necessarily. It's just like the mullet, the fucking glasses. Yeah. They don't shower. The Nobody shaves bicycles. anything. Yeah. The bicycle, and again, like I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Like I'm not like. But when I see that, I'm going to expect a certain thing. And, and this time around, I was right. So I go in. Oh, to me, when I see these people at this bar acting like this, I'm just like, uh, you're the people who like don't, you didn't vote for Trump, but you have no black friends. You know what I mean? Like Word. you, you hate Republicans, like intensely hate them, but you don't, you would never date an Asian person. You would never, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't, you, I, that's, that's the vibe I get. So I, I'm at the fucking bar. It's maybe 40% packed right yeah 40 percent it's it's not packed at all yeah and i'm at the bar i timed it and mm. i timed it because i was so mad i timed it 13 minutes no way 13 minutes to get a fucking miller highlight the, the race timer is and I, I didn't do this on purpose i would just do make eye contact and i wasn't like hey 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 you know yeah i, I would like just right. kind of do this like, just a regular sure you know uh took me 13 minutes the bartender kept um, going to other people who had just arrived at the bar and, and maybe got in front of me or whatever it is. Whoa. I mean, I'm at a bar. I just assumed if you're a fucking bartender, you know who got there first. That's yeah. your fucking job. Anyways, you know, the bartender, you know, he's got the fucking mullet. He's got the jorts. You know, he's like <laughs> bisexual or whatever. His name is probably fucking Sam. And he's just like not paying attention to me. I get the fucking beer and I'm so upset and it ruined my evening. And then I just started, I just started paying attention to all the details of the bar. Yes. And I wrote this down. Okay. okay First of all, yes. you ever walk into a bar and you're like, I don't want to fuck anybody here. That's what, the, that's, that's what this bar is like. <laughs> Nobody there was attractive, remotely attractive. I'm talking about guys too. They're not, I was just like, you guys are, bleh. <laughs> you guys are fucking gross. Yep. Um, you know, and it's also like, um, this is a red flag. Okay. So com visually, I'm like, mm, I know what kind of, I know what kind of white people this is, right? Yep. And then I'm like, okay, then you're gonna race timer me. Then you're not gonna serve Boom. me, bro, for 15 yep. minutes. But race okay. timer went off. Yep. Okay. Then, <laughs> then I'm listening to the music. Ooh, here we what go. What do I hear? <laughs> are you guys familiar with the category of music called Blue Eyed Soul? No. Blue Eyed Soul is soul music by white people. Okay, okay. I'm talking Doobie Brothers, yep. Michael McDonald, Steely Dan, okay? <laughs> um, what else did I write down? Fucking Hall & Oates. Yep. Okay, yep. now I like Hall & Oates. I like Hall & Oates. But if you're gonna play these bands back to back and everybody's dancing and whatever, Blue that's not okay with me. Yes. Okay, that that is, to me, I got a very like, oh, again, this is, this is like, oh, you like soul, you like dancing, yeah. but not from black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to hear from the whites. Yeah. You want a white people grooving on the guitar. And here's the thing. It's like, no, Hall & Oates is great. And Stealing Dan is great. But, but like all of them together. All of them back to back. 
yeah. with this attitude and the race timer goes Yo. off, all of it. I just wanted to burn the fucking place down, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found out later that um, you know, they took over a, uh, a restaurant called Do or Dine, right. and all they did to the awning, instead of getting a new sign or coming up with an original name for a bar, they just spray painted V on the dine, so it says Do or Die. Yeah. It's the old sign, but they just fucking did that. And I was like, that is so fucking representative of what this fucking place is, Yo, man. Yep. You just come in here yep. and bet. This is like bet style. It's on right? Bedford. It's not your fucking place. It's fucking bet. This is not yeah. where bisexual Sams live, okay? <laughs> this is where Caribbean families work for 18 hours a day, yep. two jobs. This is where they live. This is mm -hmm. their fuck. You're going to come in here, put a fucking V, and yep. fucking sell Miller Highlights for $8 and not fucking serve me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. so fucking mad. mad. And then I go to Yelp because I was going to leave the review. And the first review, I, I, I pasted it. The first review I see. This is the first one? This is the first one. This is from May 20th. It's very recent. Okay. And this isn't you either. This isn't even me. And this is what he wrote. I'll keep it a buck. This, uh, by the way, I don't think this guy is white. His name is Days. So I don't know. Take that. Yep. Do whatever you want with that information. He said, one star, May 20th, 2021. I'll keep it a buck. This spot is for the white folks that want to feel safe in gentrified Bed-Stuy. The security guard is the best part about this place. This bar <laughs> the bartenders suck, especially the motherfucker slinging drinks in the back. Have a better attitude when paying cuss clients come at your spot, bro. Also, bartenders in the back, your jokes are trash. <laughs> <laughs> also, bartender back, stop trying to use your black security guard as your safety net for your shitty attitude towards paying customers. It's not our fault. You made terrible decisions in your life. Go back to Maine and let's <laughs> go see. back to Maine. <laughs> you what a roast! This guy's going up. And, and let's see how much you get away with over there. R.I.P. Paul Mooney. We need more diversity behind the counter in the evening. These jabonis. Don't know nothing. Damn, jabronis calling, calling them jabronis, calling, yes. telling them to go back to Maine. Yes, this is a that's deep cut. Yes, that's yeah. deep cut. Yeah, and, is, uh, yeah, I'm 100 percent. All yeah. the people who went there have liberal arts degrees that they paid like a hundred thousand dollars for. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's I just had to get that off my chest. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite bars. Yes. Uh, so I just want to put that out there. Um, How it is? Well, so here's when I go there, it's totally fine. I go there, and I think maybe. When did you go though? I mean, I've been I haven't been in a little while, but I mean, it's, but I mean, I, I probably most recently went there like in I don't know February or something mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. Um, and I used to go a fair amount, and then um, more of bars that that are like that, which you would hate, are got closer to me. Yeah, they you know they've spread like a cancer into yeah 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 <laughs> into Bed yeah. So now there's like a, there's some that are closer to me that I go to. So I think I um. Well, first of all, the race timer doesn't lie. Okay, <laughs> this is why that shit don't lie. That shit don't lie. That shit don't lie, it's baby. Patented technology. <laughs> it's based on time space. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's based on some Einsteinian physics, so you can't fuck with that shit. That's thirteen minutes. Way too fucking long. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I feel sometimes I go in there. Maybe it's okay for me because I'm kind of. You know, Asian people, we always got to assimilate in all sorts of different yeah, ways. Yeah. And sometimes it's not just good enough to be, I speak English perfectly and I went to college and some of that. I also double assimilated by having tattoos. Yeah. And yeah. I have like cool And not glasses. only do you have tattoos, you have American style tattoos. I do. I do. I have American style tattoos. Not weird kanji shit. You have, you <laughs> yeah. know, you have, Ameri I you have, have knives yeah. and skulls and dice. They, you know, I wear, I wear Hawaiian shirts like a proud boy. Yes, yes. I, they love that. Yeah, they love that. They, they look at me and they go, oh, maybe he also has a really expensive uh, art history degree. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I feel like I've kind of... Um, 
I don't even know what the word is. I've kind of like reached equilibrium with the with with this. Like I, I've I, I used to be like very, what you were describing, jorts, fixed gear bicycles and all that yeah. shit. And it was very, you know, I, I just grew up like knowing about people like this who have kind of like a, I'm better than you, even though I'm not better than you attitude. Yes, you yes, know? yes. And uh, you know, because I'm in a creative field, aka yeah. I'm a carpenter. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And so I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, whatever. You know, let's just let, let let's just let sleeping dogs lie. So I feel I'm like I have a higher tolerance for it. Yeah. And for a long time, I was like trying to get in to that world, and then I, and then I realized this world's stupid. But I will still go because I like beer shot specials. That's mm. my thing. I will mm-hmm. go there. I will focus on just the beer shot special. It's okay. It's okay. And now I go there, and like they, I kind of now. Funny enough, because I give off the whatever vibe, <laughs> yeah. they can read that. I go, oh, this guy doesn't care either. You know, he's like one of us. Yeah. So like it's it's cat. You know, I wonder when you went there. I didn't wear my fanny pack. You didn't wear your I fanny, didn't wear pack. My fanny pack. Damn That's it, what it is. Come on. I, I didn't wear my fanny pack. You got to wear my the friend, fanny pack. I, I was when I got back to the bars, my friend is Japanese and, and she also dresses cool. So she, I think she, but also like I think. Race timer may be different for women for some, you know what I mean? Race you know, timer. It's a little bit different women. women. There's different settings, you know? <laughs> um, but she was like, I was really upset. I told her, and she was like, Yeah, it's because you didn't wear your fanny pack, bro. Like, yeah. you don't look cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I get it. And um, trust me, as someone who gets into a lot of um, fights with bartenders, yeah. then I, 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 I don't like it. It, it, it is, it it just, is the race timer. That thing. kind of disrespect really upsets me because I'm giving you fucking money. Yeah, I'm giving you money. I'm giving you money. It's such you know? a New York thing too. It's yeah. like you go, you, this New York's the only place where you can go somewhere and they go, we're full today. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be full tomorrow? You can. You're gonna be full. You're gonna be. You think? You think this is gonna keep going? Yeah. Oh no, no. Okay, you yeah. are but mortal. All right. <laughs> One day when you're looking at your your bank account, you ain't got no money. You're gonna wish that Mike Nguyen was there buying yeah. drinks from you. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, exactly. So but yeah, I feel you, dude. Thank. So th- thanks for letting me vet, uh, vent a little bit. I want to talk to our guest about this because he's also a Brooklynite and 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 also an Asian person. And also an and, Asian and person. Per- his his race timer settings may be different. We'll, a little bit different. we'll talk to we'll, we'll we'll him about it. Um, we're so glad to have this guy on. Oh God, We've been so trying excited. to get him for a while. Uh, he, this guy, man, uh, he has so many credits, but I, I don't want to name all of them because this isn't a. Uh, a stupid comedy show. This is a great podcast. Um, and this guy is a writer for The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, hilarious stand-up comedian. Has an amazing one-man show, which I'll let him kind of talk about um, himself. Um, also an Asian person, Filipino, I think. I didn't even check. I'm pretty sure he's Filipino. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Filipino. Um, and I would love to get his take on this. Give it up for the hilarious Michael Cruz Kane. Oh. Hey! Hey! Thank you, friends. Oh man, I had so much that I wanted to chime in on. Yes, 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 yes. yeah. Go back, go back as far as you want. Let's rewind. Okay, first. Okay, well, first of all, the woman who uh, last name is Lee, first name is a flower. Yes. That's that to me screams half white. That feels like oh shit. That feels like you got a we got an Asian dad and a mom who's like no we you know we should do you know what i love about your culture i love the little flowers that's on your passport yes remember the flowers that are outside the bank where you work that's what it feels like to me if i had to guess that's my guess wow good one okay well now i'm moving on to the bar yeah i love it i think you guys were touching on this i feel like part of the thing is uh, Mike's got radiates. He radiates outward swag. You're talking about the fanny pack. Like you, yeah. you have you have normal vibes. You have like I mean, no, no you have offense like, taken. I, you have like, I'm just I'm a guy. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. <laughs> Mike walks in. It's like what? Like the the people are like, oh, this is of <laughs> this is of our culture. Sure. sure. So I think that's, that <laughs> sure. could, there are a lot of there are a lot of very the race timer. I, I think you're absolutely right. It yeah. definitely plays a part in it. Yeah. 
Because I think if you were just a guy who was who was white, the settings would the the, the outcome would be different. A little right. different. Yep. But I think that I Yo. think there's definitely an element of if you took a picture of the two of you sure. and I said which one of these guys is gonna serve first in a Brooklyn bar. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't which, even be Fumi. You wouldn't even be second. Which which one is a Brooklyn bar? Yeah, exactly. And which one w- works at which, uh, a Bank of America? Which one yeah. of these is a bar that a witch brought to life? <laughs> no, but my problem is that's fine. If you want to go do that, that's fine. My problem is okay. Yeah, hit us with a context, right? Yeah, You're yeah. in this historical neighborhood. This oh, is where word. Jay-Z's uh, from is where Biggie's from. Also, Bed-Stuy is not like it's not Bushwick. It's not full of Michigan art students. It's like Yo. If you walk around, that's why I like Crown Heights and Bedstead. Because you walk around, you're like, oh, everybody here is 31, and they're a manager at an advertising agency. It's very normal vibes. These are my people. Normal vibes. Okay, you get the fuck out of my bar. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you you walk in with your regular H and M button up shirt. That's my vibe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. I get it. Unical okay, cool. Vibes. Like you just moved in from New York three years ago. Like. I mean, suck a dick. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, 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 serve yeah. me the beer. I, you know, like, I, I've been here for, like, so long. I just, like... I do like that you're like, it's it's, it's my neighborhood. Me and all these Caribbean people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. me. I'm like that. You know, <laughs> you know how I always go to the parade every year? <laughs> oh, my God. Just, but, you know, clearly the guy left the review is, is, is maybe, a, maybe a black person or maybe a local. And it's like, I just... I just... I, here's what I thought. If they're going to treat me like this... A normal Asian guy. Normal Asian I, I, I I felt scared for the regular no, I hear that. Per, local person. Were, oh, were there people? Were there people that you recognize as like neighborhood people? Absolutely in there? not. Nobody. Yeah. But I I just imagine it's like if you're gonna because I'm closer to this bartender than my neighbor who's a nurse or whatever, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. with three kids. Like so, I'm just wondering if she went in there. You know, I would hate for her to experience something like that. I live, oh, I live in Williamsburg, and we've are like everybody's pushed out. Like, there's, there's basically right, right. The people who were in Williamsburg 15 years ago. Oh yeah, none, almost none of them. Yeah, now, there. now it's all like out. Swedish music producers. Yeah, yeah. You hear all these, <laughs> I hear all these languages yeah, that are yeah. foreign, but they're from other white. That's spit, exactly blonde right. hair. Exactly. Like yeah. now, the townies, the people who you're like, this, oh, this is a neighborhood person, is like Bjork. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you, uh, do you, do you ever get the the, the the race timer thing makes sense to you the whole it does whole make thing? sense to me but I should say that I don't really go to bars I don't oh, okay. I don't like bars yeah I like I like fellowship but I don't <laughs> like I don't like volume it's too loud like church what are you talking about <laughs> no I mean like yeah well I guess it is a church term I I, I just I like hanging with my with okay. my friends okay I like talking yeah I alcohol is expensive and makes me feel bad yes. and taste bad yeah. so I don't I'm not into it and then it's so loud so then I have yeah. to I have to be like, you know, I feel weird. I have to be like super intimate with people. Like I'm, I'm, I'm almost get like faced. I'm like lip to lip to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not that's not so, for me. So if you have friends visiting, you're like Mike, like so out. Where do you take them? Or you I, just I'd have rather have people over at my house. Oh. I would rather or go to or go to okay. their home. So you know to, though too that. Um, Michael, that the race timer still applies to your house. Yeah. So if I were came to your house, because your wife is white, your wife is white, and I'd be like, let's see how long it takes for me to get a hot dog. And if it takes more than eight minutes, Michael Cruz Kane, I'm like, this fucking racist got me into his house. That's true. I think if both of you were to come, just to to equal get equilibrium in the universe, I would have to serve Fumi first. Yeah. 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 I feel like I I feel like I I I want to be I want to dress like that. But my soul is like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- I just felt like even if I dressed like this, those bars, they could sniff it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. They can sniff oh it out. Oh, my God, bro. If you know I, what I mean? It, it, the I way mean, I smile, bro. Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, you borrowed that from your friend. The way right? my yeah, wallet yeah, is organized, no. dude. Your way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have a wallet. You don't have a chain wallet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also your haircut. Uh, so... 
Yeah, oh I think that's, uh, that's funny. Um, well, you, you wrote that review, didn't you? That's you. I'm days in. I'm days in. Whoever wrote this, uh, some guy who some wrote guy, this. Some guy, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I saw that that review, and also I talked to my friend uh, Pranav. He's been on the show. He, he had the same experience. Oh, he like, doesn't okay, have. So he doesn't yeah. like that place either. Okay, but, Pranav uh, is pretty. He gives off some of that vibe. He's a little bit different. He's like he's like more like more drugs than other people can handle. You know what I mean? Like oh, I he's see. too like he's too Woodstock. I think. Yeah. You he know, he really he goes, is. He's like he goes hippie. It's he goes like, hippie. These guys more, are yeah, like he's more these guys are like, I don't even like yeah art majors like goes to screenings. Yeah. You know, yes, like, yes. Like go to Pratt. Is Pratt near where you live? Yes. Very. Pratt, near. Yeah. You know they have like some of them maybe pagan. You know. Like the, it's the, like, the main you know I mean? thing really got the, me. That's like that's exact. They yeah. definitely came from Maine. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. These yeah, are all yeah. Maine people for sure. I so. see. Yeah, I, but I, I'm picturing more of like an arty vibe from what you're because Maine, Maine to me is a pickup truck and actually country music. Is like yeah, how, okay. I think of Maine, but I, but I, but I think like certain those parts of Maine are, are very liberal and they're fucking pretentious about it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But that's um, what I'm saying. I think like the what you know the the people at this bar maybe like people who grew up with that and are like. I'm different and now I'm going to move to New York. Yeah. But I still have some of that country thing in me. I hear you. Yes. 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 I picture a person who like fashioned a table out of a found, like some wood they found on the street. Yes. And that's, they sleep on the table, no mattress. And like, that's (laughs) that's my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Mattress is bourgeois. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, Well, Michael, thanks for coming on the pod today. Thank you for Um, having me so much. I'm digging this vibe right now. This, the three of us right now. And I, uh, you know, and it's not like we're super tight. The fellowship. The the fellowship. The fellowship. That's what we call fellowship. And I, and I think there's a lot of reasons why we're vibing. A, we're straight Asian guys, but, but there's another element. Uh, you are a little bit. You're like us. You're a little older. Okay, we're not. Yes, I'm in my very late twenties. <laughs> <laughs> so late, <laughs> profoundly late. Wow, we're in our thirties, and, okay. and we wow. love it, right? Yeah, are we allowed to say that? Wait, yeah. you're not. What's that? Are you really not in your thirties? I'm not in my thirties. Oh, what the fuck? I'm in my fifties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I wanted to, this. This this topic is called. Uh, we got older, but we're still young. Okay. Oh, I see. Yes, Something I love happened. this. Okay. Are we into a segment? Did we just transition into we a segment? Kind of. Kind of. I love. Kind this. of. Yeah. Well, this is Seamless. now Mike. This is now Mike's turn to vet. Well, yeah. Okay. So I. Um, so I have like so many jobs, um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I have a lot of different jobs, and I'll, I'll like I still like take on like freelance work because it's just like. I was a freelancer for a long time, so it's hard for me to say no to things, even mm. if I have like a regular yes, job. I understand that. that yeah, I have I, a regular job, and I still have that same problem. Absolutely, yeah. you know. Someone's like, uh, "Do you want to write jokes for yeah. uh, like the comptroller?" I'm like, okay. <laughs> "Yeah, sure. How much yeah. is it? Seventeen dollars? I'll do it." Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, so, someone will pay me in pizza to move a couch, and I'm like, I'll, "I guess I'll do it. I have no choice." So, and I'll save the pizza. So, it, I'll take a free. I took a. I'll take on freelance work from, um, it's uh, th- from my friend. Uh, and and it's her, my friend and her husband, and you know we're all friends now. We all went to the same college. We I've I've known so now I've known her for like more than a decade, and um, the two of them have started their own like advertising thing, right? And I'll I'll do freelance work for them, and they they used to live in New York. They moved to Seattle. They you know are living up. They bought a house there, and they had um. They call me and they're like, hey, we're, we're coming back to New York just to do like a, 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 a dinner hangout thing, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. It'll be like a casual dinner hangout. And um, I go to this to this dinner and it's inside this really nice hotel in the financial district. And I'm sitting with them. And of course, I've known them for so long. So I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm giving them hugs and all this stuff. 
But then they have all of these employees. There was like eight other employees. A lot, a lot of them are really young. Uh, and uh, we're all sitting down, and I'm like, oh, my God. This is one of those, like, business dinners, except, you know, my friends are the bosses. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yes. You know, usually I go to these things and I'm like, you know, okay, I, I'm, I'm not going to drink too much. I'm going to have one beer, nurse it, and just sit down and just be cool. And now I'm on, like, the other side of the table. Like, literally, actually, we're all sitting, like, me and my friends were sitting on one side and all the younger people were sitting on the other side. And, you know, I'm, hey, I'm one of the proletariat cell. I work for my friends. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I was watching them and I was like, oh, my God, my friends. And they're very nice, of course. They're, they're, they're great people. But I was like, they're... The bosses now, you know, and yeah. I'm like watching it kind of from both sides a little bit, and you know, it, it's awesome what they've done, and uh, but it's it's just funny because we, I've known them forever. I I knew these people as like we're gonna do you know body shots now, right? And now they've like built this whole thing. Hey, you They're work doing for real. them. I work for them. I literally <laughs> work for them. Yeah. I literally get checks from them, uh, and I'm watching like all these people who view them as oh this is my boss you know mm. and it's such a crazy like weird thing because again you knew someone as like uh you know a shitty college kid and now they're like running this whole company and everything like that and do uh, you feel bad you know i was thinking about it because you wrote in here you you, you felt like a background character it, f it felt kind of like a background character because i um i always feel like it's I don't know if this is how you guys feel. I always feel like I'm watching other people succeed in movies and I'm just like the guy who's just like serving them drinks. I always feel like that. <laughs> that's that's, that's it's not literally relate to. <laughs> not literally but the vibe of like, oh, I'm just kind of like on the side here observing. Do you like, what's, what's your on. what's your judgment of that? Like you're describing it a very like um third person narrator. My question is when you do you, is that is that a bad feeling? You know what? I want to say it's actually not. Okay. It's not a bad feeling. And to your point about do I feel bad about it? I don't because I chose this. I chose my like stupid life. You right. know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like you used to feel bad about it. I think and I maybe used up to, until a couple of years ago even. I used to feel more bad about mm. it, but then I'm like, you know, we all have a role to play in life and <laughs> we you know, if we we were all a, if, if if the whole world is like a Dungeons and Dragons party, um, not all of us can be the wizard. Not all of us can be the fighter. This analogy means literally nothing. Yeah, no. <laughs> what, what are the other characters? I thought everybody was a wizard. Okay. <laughs> you know, let's just drop it. I, I chose this life as like a weird creative person. Yeah. If I wanted to, you know, like, so I can't be mad that I'm like not rich or, or own a yacht. Because I do feel it. like you could, based purely on vibe, if you were like, <laughs> I have decided to be like a graphic design Guru, yeah. Within four minutes, someone you would walk <laughs> in a room and so I'd be like, "That, that, this feels like it's like yes, that yes, feels yes. like I would pay, I would pay yep. this five hundred thousand dollars sight unseen." That's what, yeah, exactly. I, I, um, I exude Photoshop. That's for sure. The, yeah, the, the, the uh, energy yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. but I don't feel that bad again because, like, I, you know, I'm like, a, I'm a creative weirdo. I hanging out with you two assholes on a Saturday. Yeah, this is just like it's okay. Oh, that's know? good. I was, I was, I was thinking this was gonna be like I thought we we're gonna have to like. Um, Lift, you your, lift your spirits up. No, you know? I do because feel I, I still remember like when we used to have those like meetings at coffee shops and like when oh we were like God. a little younger. Yeah, you would tell me about your friends who were like more successful than you, and you're like a little bit older than me, so it was like it was real. You know, you're yeah. you're like, oh, my friend made partner. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like, you know literally, I mean? my friends <laughs> are you know killing it, but I don't feel that weird about it because I. What did I expect? I didn't go to law school. I wouldn't. Right, right. I would be a terrible lawyer. I would lose cases constantly. So I would have been kicked out of that, and then I would have. A, you know what I'm saying? So, 
I chose this thing and I feel like this is just how it is. And I feel, um, you know, I don't get me wrong. I don't want to be poor, but, sure. <laughs> you know, I, I'm okay with like, yeah. With well, that. well, Michael, like, you know, you've got a family, you've got kids. Yes, right? yes, and, yes, yes. Um, I, I actually don't know what you were doing for a, a living prior to writing for Colbert, but, so, I, but I'm guessing this is probably like the most money you've ever made in your life. I don't know I, if that's true or not. I, uh, so I went to college to study musical theater. Hey. Okay, try oh not okay. to be attracted wow. to me. Keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't make very much money at it because no one wanted to hire me to do it. <laughs> also, even if you do get hired to do it, you don't make any money. Right. right. Uh, and so I quit and... Uh, Long story short, I started teaching rich kids how to take tests. And not always rich kids, but Boom. mostly rich kids. Yes. And I made kind of a boatload of money doing that. Okay. And I think I, for like what you're talking about, I had a lot of friends who are either continued to do musical theater or when I started taking class at UCB who became very close friends who would look at me and be like, damn, that dude, like that guy just bought an apartment. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Like that was off tutoring money. And I can tell you for sure, at least from my point of view, Everything's a trade-off. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like yeah. I look at I look at people who kept doing comedy all that time, like who were doing it twenty four seven, and I see some of their output, and I'm like, you know, if I had if I had said to myself, I'll make zero dollars for yes. ten years, right. then maybe I would have come up with. But you know, you make the choices that you make sure. and end up where you end up. At my, where I am now, to me, like wealth, and I I know I'm, this is not an original thought, is the ability to do whatever I want, whenever I want yeah. to, yes, 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 which yes, yes, I yes. do feel like, you know, 100%. once you have a mortgage, you don't right. have that ability. You don't have that. Like, yeah. so like, you know, like I, I have a mortgage on my house. I can't be like, I'm just not going to work for yeah, 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 six yeah, yeah. months. I'm just <laughs> not going to do it. Yeah. Whereas I have friends who are like, my rent is $500 a month. Yeah. I wait tables two nights a month. And then I do whatever I want the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But also they're like, Oh man, dude, like I, I wish I had uh, health insurance. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I had yeah. health insurance. I wish I had. I, I wish Gallic I had a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. all the free time I have to get gout. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. Uh, but so I, I have made in the tutoring world. Weirdly, I became like. Uh, so I worked for a company. It's a great company. I love working there. I have a single bad thing to say about it. And I made uh, you know really good money. I was like flying back and forth to Abu Dhabi to tutor. I was like, I was going, to, I, you know what I mean? It was like, hold on. Is I, this, was this at the Princeton review? It was not a Princeton review. Okay. I worked at a company like Princeton, like Princeton review before I worked at the company with the, where I eventually spent most of my time. Okay. Working. Okay. 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 But, it, and it was great and I loved it and I was weirdly good at it. But I just at a certain point, I was like, I, I, I started doing comedy too much. and I liked it too much. Yeah. And I, and I was like, I, I have to, I have to stop. I, um, there's there's so many things you, you 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 talk about. I'm a big I'm a big believer in trade-offs. You know, like mm -hmm. I understand that um, there's going to be trade-offs, and I and that's why I didn't feel bad about the whole thing when I went to my friend's fancy dinner because I felt like I was aware of what the trade-offs are going to be. I went into them, and I felt they were fair. You know, what I'm saying I feel it would be worse if it was like I was working really really hard in comedy. I'm at a comedy dinner, and and somebody who didn't work that hard in comedy it was really successful and i would be then i would feel like oh this is bullshit i hate this but like hey these people worked really hard at their thing and they're doing they're doing great that's awesome and i feel like i made the trade-off in this i put all my experience points into this other thing and that's why i have more of this rather than 
what they have. I think and that's that, totally fair. I think that yeah. really is what, and, and if you can have the attitude that it seems like you have, which is like, I did this, they did that, and that it is what it is, I think that's a very healthy emotional space to be yeah. in. I am never that. I'm looking at every other person's <laughs> yeah. thing, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I should have, I should have did that." Well, like literally, I'm like, "Oh, dude, that shirt, I should have bought. I should, I should dress. I should have worn like that this. shirt." <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking I should have gone to law school, and you're just like, "Yeah, I should have shopped at another store." Yeah, that um, that mentality you're talking about though is so healthy. And I think it takes uh, uh, people. It's hard to get to, yeah. there because I have the same no, thing. That's where some like, like Dalai Lama shit. Yeah, but that's like, like I mean, in comedy and in real life, like I also again, I think another reason why we get along is because I had a full time job for a very long time. I didn't like it, but I was making money. I had insurance, and I think that's I wasn't like walking dogs, but it was very tiring to do that from nine to six and then do comedy for the rest of yeah, my time. Totally. And and even when I was giving it a hundred percent. You know, I had friends who walked dogs, and then they got on late night like three years before I did, and all this stuff, right? Like, yeah. so you do see it, and you you, you kind of feel weird. It's hard about to it. not compare. One hundred percent. But like recently, like, you know, you're talking about you're working for your friends now. You know, I, I have a lot of friends who bought houses and stuff uh, like three, four years ago, but they all live in Ohio. Yeah. And the houses are like two hundred thousand dollars over there, so I was like, that doesn't really do anything. That's the trade off, right? It's just like I, it, you it can have a house, but you got to live in Ohio. It doesn't scare me. Yeah. But, n- <laughs> but now I'm 31. Now I, I have friends, classmates from NYU, yeah. same major. Uh, buying, buy, just bought an apartment in New York City. Has an apartment in LA. Another girl just bought a Tesla. You oh, know, shit. so these are like people with the same education, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Same starting point. So it's got me kind of thinking about it. But at the same time, you're right. Like I didn't get jealous because I was like, what am I gonna do with a Tesla? Like, <laughs> what? You know yeah, that's not gonna help me get onto to late night. Yeah, you know? Like, <laughs> and also, they're gonna they're gonna see you when your set airs on late night, and they're gonna they're gonna be like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. No, what I if I had? I should have done what Fumi did. And I, if you're anything like me. That makes you feel good. <laughs> oh man, what's that? What's what? What are you drinking there, buddy? What are you drinking? Mm, it looks dank, bro. This right here is Sanzo, which is the first Asian-inspired sparkling water. Whoa. Their drinks use real fruit like calamansi, lychee, and Alfonso mango mm. to deliver a refreshing taste. No added sugars, artificial, or natural flavors. Sanzo's mission, if you're wondering, is to bridge <laughs> cultures by connecting yeah. people with these authentic flavors. Yo, I've been hearing about the Sanzo shit, man. It sounds real good. They use real fruit puree, no added sugar, completely flavored, and gently sweetened by real fruit. And that means the flavors have less than 20 calories and less than four grams of sugar so it's real real low sugar bro this is in if you're not drinking sanzo you're not cool right now you're not cool you're not cool they got all sorts of really good flavors like lychee mango calamansi i just learned what calamansi is it's this delicious the golden lime from the philippines and oh that my is god not made up that's real <laughs> stuff man for 10 percent off your order of sanzo sparkling water visit drinksanzo.com and enter code asian not asian at checkout that's drink s-a-n-z-o dot com and enter code Asian not Asian. In 2021, a truly diversified portfolio needs more than the traditional mix of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. It needs private real estate, baby. Studies have shown that portfolios with an allocation to private real estate generally delivered a better risk adjustment, return with more annual income and lower volatility over the past two decades, thanks to its track record of consistent performance through multiple market cycles. With Fundrise, this level of powerful diversification is now available to you. 
Fundrise provides access to diversified portfolios of private real estate to all investors with their industry-leading, easy-to-use platform. Whether you're looking to add stable cash flow via dividends or prefer long-term growth through application, Fundrise makes investing in private real estate as easy as investing in stocks, bonds, or mutual funds. Fundrise's team of real estate professionals carefully vets and actively manages all of their real estate projects. And with their easy-to-use website, you can track your portfolio's performance and watch as properties across the country are acquired, improved, and operated via dynamic asset updates. Anos, if you listen to this podcast, you know Mike and I, all we want to do is get rich. All we want to do is is get rich and invest, but we don't know anything about investment because I studied music and, and I don't forget I forget what Mike studied at UC Berkeley. But uh, this app takes care of it all. It's really easy to use and the app kind of takes care of um, everything for you. I know I know investing can be like a big black box, but they just kind of take care of it for you and it's a good time. See for yourself how 150,000 investors have built a better portfolio with private real estate. It takes just a few minutes to get started. Go to fundrise.com slash Asian today. That's F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash Asian. Fundrise.com slash Asian. You know, as somebody who clearly is cool with trade-offs and, and you know, obviously you have, you have a house and you have a family to take care of. When you got this late night gig, mm-hmm. a, a very reputable and, and respected gig with a decent amount of money, like, you know, what did, did, did that mean more to you than just comedy bragging rights? You know, like, was your family proud? I, I mean, it, it sounds like, because I, I just assumed, like, like a lot of comedians... Um, your wife supported you or something like that, you know, because a lot of comedians will like, I have friends who are just like, oh, my, my wife's a lawyer and she just pays for everything until (laughs) I make it, but they're at the fucking lantern or whatever, you know what I mean? It's kind of sad, but, um, you know, yeah, I just wanted to kind of like, you know, was that like a big moment in your family? It was, it was a big moment. I mean, in terms financially, I've been, my wife is a nurse now, so she makes, she makes good money. But like when we met, both of us were broke. And then we were both actors, still broke. And then I got this job tutoring, and then I was making bank. Mm-hmm. So I basically, I, and you know, then she left acting and tried a couple of jobs that didn't work out exactly. And then we had kids. And then uh, she wanted to go to nursing school, which I was totally into. So I was able, because of the tutoring thing, to do tutoring, which was a pretty small time commitment, yeah. to do comedy and to put her through nursing school. And Ooh, oh shit, like I could that's do, love, baby. I could do, I could do all that. So, but. The two best moments of my comedy career, no contest, are coming off stage after Seth Meyers, and I come out after I do my late night set. I turn the corner, and both my kids and my wife are like sprinting at me to hug me, awesome. to be like, "We're so proud of you." Oh, that's so awesome. That's great. I mean, crush. And then also when I got hired for Colbert, I was in a Zoom. I assume you probably were yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a Zoom in my bedroom, and I opened the door to come out, and all my wife and both kids are at the door listening in. Oh, that's cool. Oh, like, oh my God. God. Yeah. I'm going to cry. That's, that's so awesome. sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. It's, it's, it's very emotional. So, like, yeah. the it's in, as, as a, doing comedy as, when you have kids, when you have a family, it is hard because there's just so much you're trying to juggle. My kids were young enough when I like started when I was coming up that – They'd go to bed and then I would go do shows. Yeah, so I didn't yeah, feel like yeah, I was yeah. missing time with them that much. Yeah. yeah. But it still is like you gotta get a, you gotta get babysitters, you gotta like there's a lot to juggle. To answer your original question, I mean it was huge. And comedy bragging rights for me, bragging rights isn't exactly how I'd put it, but it is a thing of like, you know, being able to say to your dad, like, tell your friends yeah. that, like the show that they all watch. Yeah. I work there. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. is a, a the the bragging rights part of it isn't that much for me. It's sure, more sure. the v- validation, yeah. which is uh, right next door to bragging rights. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. definitely that that part of it of being able, just being being like this is legit. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean. Yeah. Like when you do other stuff where it's like you know I have this cool gig or this cool gig, but none of it really means anything to somebody outside. To somebody outside of it. So you want so having something where you can be like 
this is a you've heard of this guy yeah okay well i worked there and right. i'm like okay that's a, then and then you have the validation of feeling like you're legitimately working yeah right in the industry yeah yeah yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah that totally and that validation again all the things that shouldn't matter to people matter intensely to me and like that <laughs> so that's a big deal right right yeah. I, I love the uh the thing too about you know sharing those successes with your family because i think it's just like it's such a crazy thing when someone believes in you and and to finally see it come like come around oh my god it's just totally. like this is crazy you know because I, I i get the sense that maybe you know if you're like most comedians you don't believe in yourself for a long time and you're just doing it i, I remember somebody said this once it's like in comedy you're just kind of kidding yourself for a long mm. time you're just like i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna do it i'm i'm I, i'm i'm gonna do this this late night day or whatever i'm gonna do a show or i'm gonna put submit this millionth packet i'm just gonna keep keep banging on and there are people who like do believe in you like my uh, wife will, you know, she, she'll like show me the show. She'll be like, hey, I think this is a really good show. You should watch it so you can like work on your writing. And like this will like help you with your writing. And I'm like, yo, it is so rad. And I get such a boner when, <laughs> when my wife is like, you know, you know, she's supporting this stupid thing that I'm doing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In whatever way. And you don't even believe that that's like a real thing. And it's you think crazy. about the one billion shows. I mean, the shows my wife has been to, I can't even. Oh, my God. Like it's. <laughs> Oh my God! Like, I mean, especially <laughs> stand-up shows is, is one thing, but I mean, she was coming to shows when I was starting out doing oh. improv. Oh mm. God! Start like people's first fifty improv shows. Yeah. Fifty is a low number. Yeah, 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 first, yeah, like, yeah. Two hundred <laughs> improv shows, bar none, are freaking horrible. <laughs> and I was on improv team where, like, kind of our thing was like. It was sort of like the people that you hate in bed It was kind of like our thing was like, let's be weird. Oh, yeah. no. So we were doing shows because we, I mean, I, in retrospect, it feels like a defense mechanism for just not being that good. Yeah, so we're yeah, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. we're not trying no, to be good. No, we're not trying to be funny. You Did see, you laugh? Yeah. No? Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you came to see a good improv show, well, you've messed up. Our opening is all of us laying face down on the ground or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever it was. And we're all going to hang on a door dive later. And those are all like, all those people now are incredibly uh, right. sophisticated, smart, funny comedians. But we started out doing some garbage. And my wife has been to so many all of those. those. She's yeah. picked up the kids from a thing because I had a callback for a thing. That's you know, why you put her through nursing school because you owed her so much. <laughs> yes, there's so much, of, there's so much of that. So like the, every, the, I mean, that's like a marriage thing that you yeah. know and maybe you're close to knowing about. But it's like very... <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's all a team effort. Every nothing was gained or lost on your own on either yeah, side. Totally, totally. Uh, I do want to talk to you about the the, SAT, the tutoring bro. thing. You don't have to tell me which company because it sounds like you want to be careful about it, which is totally cool. Um, but yeah, I worked at the Princeton Review, and you were, uh -huh. and the reason why I thought you were maybe worked there is because you mentioned Abu Dhabi, and uh, and Princeton Review also has that. And there, this is one of the big forks in my life where I was teaching there. This is in California, and then. They were looking for someone to work in, like, in the office, like, on the administrative side. So, I like, I, I applied for that, and I got that. But then I also had applied for um, one of these roles in Abu Dhabi. And you just become, you're just, like, an, an SAT teacher slash ESL teacher in Abu Dhabi. And they pay for all this shit. They pay, f they give you one round trip ticket, and they, you know, you give you all this money, and they give you, find you a place to live and all that shit. And I was, like, 25, so it sounds, like, awesome. And one of the big choices I made in my life was I didn't go to Abu Dhabi. I stayed here and then you know i was still like tutoring and stuff like that 
So it was like very formative. And the people at my, I don't know how it was at your company, but at my company, they were all, if, if they had known that comedy was a thing, they would all be comedians. You know, like they're all very smart. Yeah. But like weirdos just like couldn't fit in anywhere else like i had a hard time keeping other jobs but like this thing really worked for them i don't know if that was like kind of your case no i don't think so my company was i was the least credentialed person there by a okay. long shot okay like yeah. everybody there would like gone to princeton yep. or uh you know like if you went to university of chicago it was like uh, okay all right well do you yeah. have a phd and they'd be like yes from princeton okay <laughs> <laughs> but it was all like people people who had done exceptionally well academically their whole lives and then also gotten like perfect scores on whatever test they wanted oh, to teach. Um, and the, the, I mean, everybody was great and nice. They were all super supportive of everything I That's wanted cool. to do. It was, and, and the other thing, the thing that struck, that sticks with me the most about that job is having so many encounters with rich people Yes. Okay. and here we being go. like, basically, they're fine. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's very, it was distressing yes. to be this like, wait, was, hang on a second. You're supposed to be a villain. This like that's was, just, that's what I've built up in my mind. Yeah, oh, I, I was see. just like, oh, you know what? You're like me. Yeah. <laughs> you're just me, but rich. Yeah. It was um, one of the things. So I, I, I mainly did SAT teaching like in a classroom, which I actually really like doing. Yeah. Well, it was um, like a performance element. It was too. a performance thing. And I didn't know, again, I was before I was a comedian and I was like, I, I, I really like doing this. Uh, and I would tutor also and, at at Princeton Review, tutoring is very very lucrative. If you get to a certain level, you're like making like a, a shit ton of money. Um, but I remember like kind of losing my taste for it because I remember I was I was teaching this this these two kids, and they had like full rides to this like college for basketball, um, and they were white kids and they were um, really having a hard time with math, like very simple math. To this day, I'm not sure if maybe they were fucking with me. But um, <laughs> it was very simple. And I was like, what are you not getting about this? This is crazy. But um, and but then I was thinking, wow, they're going to be okay no matter what. Because A, they got this full ride. B, they could afford a tutor, which, you know, I went to their houses. And that was always like a mind fuck. Because you would go into, you know, I would drive up to these houses in my like Datsun. And it would be like this amazing <laughs> yes. mansion. I'd be like, totally. wow, you could probably murder your basketball coach and still be on the team. And totally be fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. And I remember that was kind of like, okay, I got to kind of figure out because, you know what? Like, I'm not even really sure if my role for them is the role they need. Does that make sense? You know, yeah. like, oh, I wasn't yeah. really. There's, de there's definitely mm. a part of you that's like, am I helping to perpetuate a, yes. an oligarchy <laughs> by, t by taking these people who already are just absolutely swimming. I have too much. They yeah. hate their money. It's too much. Uh, yeah, they you know hate I mean? money. Yeah, that that I'm helping them do better. But the 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 lie that I told myself, or maybe it's true, is that whether I'm here or not, mm. that's that's going to happen. No, yeah. And one of the things we were able to do with the company was you would also teach classes for free to yeah. kids okay, who, we did that too. who had who yeah. couldn't afford the tutoring. So that part was, you know, that part was good. I I liked it. I liked teaching in front of classes. It was like, you have like a tight five. Yes, of you like do. Teaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think mm. that one of the things that made me stop doing it is I was telling the same, I'd been doing the same yeah, set yeah. the entire time I was there. Yeah. Like we get to, you know, this math packet. And I'm like, oh, wait till they, well, we get yo, to question. Yo, <laughs> check out my closer for this <laughs> thing. <laughs> when we talk about remainders, dog. <laughs> when I hit this guy with the fucking divisibility rules for seven, <laughs> the crowd is going to go nuts. <laughs> But after like the, you know the twentieth time you do it, not even twenty, literally like probably the two thousandth time oh, you yeah, do it, yeah. like I can't, I can't, I can't do, do this, this anymore, anymore because I've I been telling this the same thing. joke. But that was like my thing as a tutor was always, hey Michael, we have this kid and they're like very withdrawn, and the mom says they need someone who like will really keep them interested. 
the, every other tutor there was better at math than I was. Like yeah, no yeah, question yeah, yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I was the one who would like get the kid who didn't who would not talk to anyone. Yep. To be like, oh, I'm, oh, I love, yeah, hey, can we do another tutoring? Mike's so funny or whatever. And yeah. that, that was my thing. That's cool. And that was a niche that most other people there didn't occupy. Right. Most people were like, oh, I have a PhD in astrophysics from MIT. Right, right, right. So right. I literally know everything. And yeah. I was like, I don't know dick shit, but yeah. I will make this fun for your kid. Yeah. Did you ever have, um, I don't know dick shit. <laughs> don't know dick shit. Literally kids <laughs> being like, I got a crazy tight five about <laughs> dick shit. <laughs> Literally kids being like, how do you do this question? Me being like, no, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Your kids taught me so much. Um, they're, actually, they're actually teaching you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That happens all the time. I, I love it. Listen, Mike, you know me on the podcast. I like to laugh like an insane person. Spread joy through jokes and yes. inappropriate comments. But is that how I feel on the inside in 2020? Absolutely not, Mike. I, no, it's, man. It's a dark mess in here, dude. Sometimes I'm really sad. Sometimes I'm a little depressed. I'm really stressed. You know, and I think a lot of people with the pandemic, they're not really sure about job security. And that's a, that's a huge source of stress for a lot of people. And I think if any of our listeners feel this way, they should check out our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This isn't self-help. It's professional counseling. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Woo! All without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You know how those waiting rooms can be, bro. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need it. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com Asian. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Asian. Do you have any... Uh, there was one... I, uh, I always remember this. There was one... A lot of my the tutoring students that I had were fairly wealthy. Not all of them, but like a lot, a lot of them. And then there was like levels of like tutoring. So like, there you know, if you got to a certain level, your hourly rate was like this insane number. And those students were like very well off. There was the richest kid I ever taught, family. I remember going up. You know, they lived in a beautiful part of Orange County. I ring the doorbell, and nobody answers. And I ring the doorbell again, and a man in black appears behind me and he go he's like hi can i help you he wasn't like menacing but he could have easily snapped my neck if he if i didn't know <laughs> was he wearing a suit it was no no he's eyes. just like in a, yeah he was just like wearing just like a black like kind of like shirt and okay. pants and uh, the you know the student opens the door it's just, he's like no no he's okay he you know come on in and, and the guy's like oh, okay and i realize he's just like a guard he's just a guy who's like pr like protecting this house and it wasn't like a gated house it was just like i don't know where he hid I, to this day, I'm not sure where he was hiding. <laughs> he just appeared behind me, like literally inside a fake rock. Yeah, and and uh, and and like the 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 you know, I met the family and they, they like had a Rolls Royce. It was crazy. <gasps> it was like they were very wealthy. And this is for I had been around rich people, you know, my whole life, and these people were like on another level. And this guy, he's like, he's like, he was very vague about what he did. He was like, oh yeah, I'm retired, but he had all these computers and stuff like that with all these like. 
you know, graphs and stuff like that. And, and I was like, this, for sure, this guy owes money to the Colombians or something. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that if I, if I just show up at the wrong time at the wrong place, I will just be part of like... That I'm, guard's not there to keep you out. He's going to keep <laughs> them in. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was like, it was super intense. And I was like, okay, I cannot teach anyone that has a bodyguard. So that's what was, that was another thing. I don't know. Did you ever have any like real crazy things like that? I mean, I tutored... I. I can't tell you the people that I tutored, but if I could tell you, you would know. Uh, you'd be, oh, like, like the okay, like okay. a lot of the people who are uh, leftists are like these are the villains of the universe. Oh, yeah, their yeah. kids get tutored. Wow, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. So, um, and even with those people, it's like you meet them and you're like, seems nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking guy is nice. Yeah, it's just a situation where. Like I do empathize. Once you get a dishwasher, I yeah, feel like yeah. you know what it is to be rich. Because now no, you're yeah, like, you're, yeah, you I will a, kill yeah. someone to not ever have to yeah. do. If if you would take my these dishes away, or one kid in a country I'll never meet doesn't get lunch for one day, I'm doing. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing I'm it. Keeping the dishwasher. <laughs> sorry, dude. I am. I'm sorry. Okay, so now I have a dishwasher and I have a garbage disposal. That's two kids who don't get lunch for one day. What, Whatever. That's, they'll hey, be fine. You know what? And then okay. you have a plane, and now there's like a whole country that has no <laughs> doesn't food. have any food. <laughs> but you just work your way up to it. Yeah. I, I had I had experiences where. I mean, I would like get flown places that oh, were wild. Oh shit! Or there like, you go. Wow. I was on a I was on a yacht like uh, to do over, SAT over Christmas my first year or second year. I was on a yacht. Where, where they flew me and my girlfriend, who's now my wife, to their yacht, and we tutored on the yacht. And like we're just ha- we're just hanging out. Like we I would be, we we were getting paid for however many hours a day. But we only the kid could only stand an hour, right. so we would get tutored for an hour and then go like. What is it called? Like banana boating? Is that a thing? We don't even oh, know because we're, we're so poor. Uh, yeah, like inflatable thing. It's like you're yeah. riding one of those like slippery dicks that yeah, go. Yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Totally. So we like that's what we did most of the time, and just like hung mm. out and like went to we go to the clubs or whatever and tutor for an hour a day. And I love those people. I'm still like, yeah. So, but I have had a lot of interactions that were things like that. Wow. So like the very first kid I tutored. I walk into his house and I'm like, oh, I have a poster of that painting. And the kid's like, that's not a poster. That's the and one. Like, that's the thing. The thing that I have a poster of, yeah. this fifth <laughs> grader has it on the wall right. in his bedroom. Right, right exactly. You know I mean? He's got a collection of like every NBA player who ever, like uh, um, everybody who averaged over 20 points and 10 rebounds in their career. He has all those signed basketballs just like in his just room. Hanging out. They'll just yeah. fall, like a Kareem Abdul signed, the Kareem Abdul Jabbar signed yeah. basketball would just like roll out and he'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, my, my fucking Kareem Abdul ball ball. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, whoops. It's like that, yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, the thing I learned from tutoring most of all is how much money is in New York. Because you so tutor one money. of those families, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you walk up Park Avenue, and you're like, oh, every window is another, is another one. one of There's them. another wow. one of these. They're the old stack. And when I found yeah. out how much money I'd be making, I was like, well, I, I worked at Kaplan first, right? Yep. And I was making that, that job was everyone I worked with was great. That job was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, my first assignment at Kaplan, I had broken my leg, which is the reason <laughs> I took the, I took the job in the first place. They sent me to teach a class in Fordham at the Bronx. I had to get off the train with a broken leg, walk down and back up a hill. It was. Uh, um, I, I I like that. You, it's like you have a poster of uh, of uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, and he just has Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem he's, just just like, he's like, hey guys, hey, what's guys, going on? Just, just pay me in to his be house. here. Just hanging. Do you guys? Exactly uh, right. Okay, so I I was a tutor but i had a tutor okay and i remember yes, that's the energy you give off that's yeah, why you're I not getting served at uh <laughs> at do or dive bar 
This guy gets. <laughs> I had a tutor, bro. This guy gets tutored. But I remember it would be right after school, and um, I would just be tired, right? Because I'm. Uh, oh I had, yeah. I had jazz band and zero periods. I'd be up since like five. Yeah. I'm down. I'm I'm home at three thirty. This tutor comes up at four. We do four to five or whatever it was, and I remember like he'd be sitting right here, and I'd fall asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep like this, and one day, we didn't even study, and he took me to the Darkness concert. He's like, "Let's not do this today." Yeah, <laughs> Wait, Darkness he, is the, the band. Everything called love. He's like, "You want to go to a concert?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude!" Like, because I was playing guitar, and he took me to a concert. And like, did you guys ever? Hang out yeah, with I, I don't know. Like, do you guys? I hung out all the time. Really? That's, that's that was like my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally, <laughs> you would sit. You would sit there Other for. Other people for, teach. I smoke weed I, with my students. You would sit with a kid for ninety minutes. Yeah. And of those ninety minutes, it is not unusual for it to be like seventy minutes of. Did you fucking see yeah. what happened in the in the baseball game last yeah, night? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. you're like googling it, whatever, do all that shit, and then twenty minutes of. Oh, you know what we should do? We should remember that it's A squared plus B squared equals C squared. But you have A and B, are, they're interchangeable. It doesn't matter which side. Like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, to yeah, sneak yeah. it in, yeah. and then you're back on the thing. And that, for me, was very effective. Like my, my kids crushed. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. This is more for the, for the teaching and going back when you were in the, in the classroom. I feel I learned a little bit about reading a room as a comedian because I could read a classroom. I could tell when I was like reaching a point where either the material was too boring or whatever, they needed a break, and I would like break off and tell a side story that's like kind of related to A squared plus B squared equals C right. squared, but it's really about drinking. My friends Albert, yeah. uh, Barry, yeah, and Barry Charles. Charles, we did a line of cocaine. And like you can see the kids like light up because they're like, Cocaine! They, they never, <laughs> Are we gonna do coke again? Yeah, yeah. That was, I think, one of the cool things about teaching SAT was, you know, these high school students, they, everybody te- treats them like high school students, te- treats them like a kid, right? But then you finally have someone who's an adult or looks like an adult and is kind of like being fun with them and like just being their buddy. And I think that's like unusual for a lot of these, a lot of just a lot totally. of high school. And, and the thing that got that I think also made me have to stop doing it is I aged out of yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling normal when they would be like, "Oh man, this fucked up thing happened." Like yeah, when yeah, I started yeah. being like, I "Identify more with your parents than with yeah, you." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like I can't, I can't. That's that's when I lost the ability to. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, it was just across a divide that was ever yeah. widening. Like they kept being high school students <laughs> and I kept not being that. So I just got like the more that they were like, oh, you know, this happened with my mom and I want to be like, yeah, it's because you're, yeah, being, an you're being an asshole. This is you what happened. Like, respect mm. your mom. And one more thing because I know people tune into this podcast for standardized for testing. Yeah, They're like, tell me about standardized <laughs> testing. The one thing I want to say about it because this is the only time I've ever been in front of people when I've had this thought is there like, people are trying to get rid of the SAT. You know what I mean? I don't think you should do that. I think that's a mistake. I think the SAT Ooh. is a good test and everyone should know how to do everything that's on it and the, the thing that they're saying is like oh you know well it's it's racist it reinforces mm-hmm. the stereotypes that exist in the world and it keeps people uh you know stratified by their class and race mm-hmm. and gender to me it's really a thermometer it's telling you like this is this look at this you can see from this that poor black kids are getting these scores and rich white kids are getting these scores and what we're doing is going, well, we just don't want to see that anymore. Don't oh. tell us. Shh, don't tell us that anymore. That's not, we don't want I to know. See. Colleges, no. Colleges are all, like, if you, if a kid mm. who lives in Bed-Stuy, who's, you know, whose family's been there for a hundred years, yeah. is going, is applying to Harvard at the same time that Mike Bloomberg's daughter is applying to Harvard, they're not competing against each other. Yeah, mm. yeah. The, the admissions office is not putting those two people together. Yeah. 
Mike Bloomberg's daughter. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Jennifer. I don't know what her name is, <laughs> but she she's competing against you know Bill De Blasio's daughter, yeah, and yeah. well, probably not. Honestly, she's competing against like you know Sasha Obama or whatever. Exactly, yes. she's competing yes. against other billionaires' daughters. Yeah, that's like who you're up against. That's the end of that part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh! And we are back with everybody's favorite, favorite segment. It is das, das race, race news. Um, this one is not really a current event, but it's I think a race lot of our news. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of our fans, have, I think, are also fans of this other podcast called Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee and his girlfriend. Yep. And uh, they, they released they released an episode a week or two ago that got a lot of attention because David Cho was on it, the yep. artist, the who the, the Facebook the, that's Facebook guy, right? Facebook guy, and then Stephen Yin was on it. Yep. And they, it was sort of like a sabotage episode and they were trying to, because apparently like Bobby never wants to hang out with them or like ignores them. They only hang out when it's business. So David's like, let's just pretend to do this podcast so that we can all hang out and confront Bobby about all this stuff. And it was a very beautiful <laughs> It's just a, it was a very it was a very feeling Asian slash uh, Asian Yeah, we had an vibe. episode exactly like that. Exactly I think they actually copied thing. off of us. Yeah, but, they, um, they did. But there was a... The, so basically, towards the end, they're all talking about how Bobby Lee is very... So this is David Cho and Steven Yen talking about how without Bobby, there is no Steven Yen. Yeah. Without Bobby, there's no David Cho. And Bobby often goes underappreciated. A lot of people are like, no, nah, he was problematic on Matt TV or whatever. People don't realize what he really did for the Asian American community, Asian American comedy. Community, right, 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 right. And there's this part that really struck a chord with me when um, I guess Bobby has a bit on the podcast where he talks about at some point he, um, you know, after he felt like he was established enough, he went to a Korean barbecue spot called Parks in K-Town. Apparently mm-hmm. it's very good. Mm-hmm. And he ordered some meat, some expensive meat. And he he ate the meat and he self anointed himself yeah as an accomplished Asian American comedian and is that the phrase he what, what did he, he what was like the title he anointed I don't know what because Steve Yuen was like re, uh, recounting the story yeah and he didn't actually say what the title was right right okay and he I don't, just, I don't, he just I don't sort know of anointed the, himself as something but, but Bobby Lee anointed himself as something I'm saying it's, it's probably just something as somebody who made it or something right. like that right and Steve Yuen goes on to comment that like that's such a shitty raw deal. Because that is really the truth with a lot of like Asian American comedians, at least when, when he was coming up, is that nobody is really looking out for you. Nobody is there to say good job. Right. Nobody's there to say like you're doing it. There's nobody to model your career off of. And uh, I, I, you know, I feel like I feel that way sometimes with this podcast. You know, I think our podcast is you know we shit on ourselves a lot, but like we are bigger than most podcasts on the platform. Sure. You know, we're not a, we're not Joe Rogan, but we're up. The, you know, we're we're doing our thing, and I feel like. We, you know, us and feeling Asian and a couple of other friends, we, we always try to pump each other up because yeah, yeah. no one else pumps us up. Yeah. You know, no one cares, really. No. Like, it's not very. Co- I mean, I, I, I mean, we've been on Vulture a couple of times, but that's because this one person was like really, really into us. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if she writes there anymore, and I think that's why we've been on there for a while. Yeah, but yeah. like, I see all these, just like a lot of people get a lot of shout outs, you know? Mm. I remember there's a, there used to be a, a column on one of these like comedy blogs about like they interview 50 famous comedians and then they give out shout out to like th- two, three comedians that they think are going to make it this year. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And like rarely do Asian comedians get a shout out. And like maybe part of that is because they were never, they never interviewed Asian comedians, right. you know? And this like Korean barbecue self-anointing thing really just like stuck in my head because yeah, I think yeah. a lot of times like you and I have to also self-anoint ourselves, Yeah, you know? Um, and I just wanted to open that up for discussion to see if, if you guys ever have had to either a felt that way, or have had to self anoint yourself because 
I don't know. You felt like nobody was watching or, or caring or something like that. You know. I mean, I, uh, I'm not sure this is a direct answer to your question, but I I am very aware of the issue that you're raising, and mm-hmm. I feel like uh, even as someone, for me, first of all, like Asian, not Asian, is very directly applicable to me in a way that's somewhat different than the two of you because. I'm half Asian. Mm-hmm. I don't read like most people who's meet me off the off the bat would, yep. would not say that I'm Asian. Yeah. So even like f- having like a community like that, I've never really, I've always felt like slightly outside of everything, which yeah. is kind of yeah, a. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very it's a very low level of oppression to be like <laughs> to be like I'm not quite white. <laughs> no, it's not oppression, yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. for sure, it's like you don't belong. Yeah. Right? There's like yeah. oh, there's a loneliness factor yeah. there. The Asian comedy community has been very accepting and open to me. And doing shows like the Asian Comedy Festival that we did. Yeah, that was sweet. Or Asian AF, which is the, a show that was at the UCB that I'm sure will be around yeah. once yeah. things start going again. You forget like, oh shit, you know what? There are actually a lot of Asian people. Yeah, oh fuck. <laughs> are, it turns out the there majority. are tons yeah. of Asians. Yeah. And you like... But I think culturally in this country, there really is like whiteness, obviously. Yeah. And then counter to that is ev- is like blackness and all of the culture that's been strip mined mm-hmm. from African-Americans and mm-hmm. black people who've come to this country. And in the middle, it's very like everything that's not those two things racially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's very nebulous. It's right. Like, it doesn't really have a secure... I mean, I've, I, Hispanics, I think more than... And Latinos more than Asians. Yeah, even. yeah, yeah. But I do think that's just a very interesting po- uh, point that it does feel like like there aren't very many Asians who get lifted up unless it's uh, like us looking out for each other. Like, yeah. I think that's of, all like, it is. Yeah. 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 yeah, I agree with that. I think, too, you kind of look at even the successful Asian actors that are you know getting roles and they are not asian american you know right. we've talked about this <laughs> yeah, before yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like british a- henry golding henry, or whatever. Uh, he's asian or something yeah like that, right? i mean fucking hollywood is like oh asian nah what's that british asian hell yeah <laughs> yeah then yeah, 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 we're yeah, gonna yeah. give you 18 roles and and that's like really is something i mean i notice and i'm not shitting on anyone for getting the bag but Get it's not, money. I, I, it can't be a coincidence, right? I, I, that's what I'm saying. It's I feel like it's like, um, you know, we, you know, we've said this before. It's like you, you, if, if we're going to wait for someone to give us something, we're going to wait forever, you know, because right, right, they're, right. they're just not, it's just not going to happen. I, I don't know for whatever reason. I don't even think it's necessarily like some sort of like big conspiracy of trying to keep Asian people in a certain place or whatever the fuck it is. It's, it's just like, I, I, I was talking to you about this before. There's just not that many proven paths of it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying there's mm-hmm. like because like hollywood and, and a lot of places they, they just want to see has it been done before yeah it's like a they want a proof of concept yeah they want know? a proof of concept yeah. and i right. do think that that british thing is a little bit it's a it's a branch off of a tree where they're like okay well british white people work <laughs> <laughs> so let's do we'll do an asian but we'll do a brit we'll do one that sounds like you know that sounds <laughs> if like you close your eyes that's good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly. We'll start there, and then eventually, yeah. so a hundred years from now, that they'll be able to be like, and then this is just a regular Asian dude. <laughs> but it's going to take a long time to get her, for them to trust that, even because yeah, crazy rich Asians. I'm just trying to think of like, but it does feel like there's so many things that are successful. If you just if you can get someone to put it out yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. they will they will see. Yeah. Oh, all, like yeah, I think of I was talking with um with the guy uh, his name escapes me right now, but one of the uh, from the. Uh, Randall Park's production company. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I had a, a meeting with him, and it's just so exciting because a lot of their aim is toward like just promoting Asians and Asian American people. And like to have a group that like Randall's got, a, he's very successful. So to have someone behind it, who's just like, no, we believe in this and we know, we know the market is out there. Right. Yeah. There's right, no right, doubting right, right, it. Right. So and you, uh, I think like they're working on a thing, for example, with Joe Coy right now. Oh shit. That's like, that's someone who I don't think my wife knows. My wife knows who that is because I've brought him up. I don't know. If anybody that right. I hang out with on a regular basis has any clue who Joe Coy is, right. but he would sell out Madison Square oh Garden my God, easily. for sure. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's like, if you find like Asian people that will get jokes that white people will have no idea what the joke is. They don't yeah. understand what's funny about it. Yeah. But there are people with eyes who would watch this <laughs> and then buy your fucking cereal or whatever. They exist. With mouths. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, again, this isn't directly the thing you were asking about, but I do feel like the it just it's just going to take like one or two more of those things for that wall to come down yeah, I yeah, yeah well yeah, yeah. i you know this it was a good, when i heard, first heard this i was thinking about how um you know we had uh brian park and young me on this podcast uh, you know like a month ago and Love them. we had this conversation about um he was saying like oh sometimes people come up to us and say oh i love your podcast i like you guys more than asian not asian right <laughs> and i've had people said it to me, but the other way yeah, around. Yeah, sure. And what I'm trying to say is, okay, Asian comedians, like, all we got is self-anointment. Mm -hmm. So you can't talk like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, only uplifting. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I, why does it have to be like, I don't like them, but I like you. Like, I don't care about this other part. You know, if you don't like yeah. it, that's I can't control that. Right. But don't tell me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all we got is self-anointing. And I feel like comments like that kind of strip away at the very little credit and confidence that we're trying to build yeah. as yeah. a mass. Yeah, it's tough because I, mean? I think even both of those, both the podcasts, I've been on their podcasts and yours, I like them both equally. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's very exactly much. what we want. Like that's the kind of stuff exactly exactly we want. the same level, <laughs> everything to be on parody. But so. I think yeah. even, even in the the titles of the podcast, like your identity is part of it. So it's hard to... It's like it's just a tricky thing to walk. You're trying to walk like you're trying to gather up the momentum within the community, yeah. right? Because Asian people are going to gravitate toward anyone's going to gravitate toward a podcast that's like, oh, this is about me. This feels like it's going to address issues that are specific to me. Yeah. So then the question is like, can, how can I drop that and then be like, white people, you will also like this podcast <laughs> <laughs> because they would, right? Yeah. But it is a thing of like, like who will be who who breaks through, and yes to. So that people trust that the Asian American experience, so, whatever that is, okay, yes. can be for everyone. And like, we don't, none of us has the Asian American experience. You no. just have your life and your you life and my life. life. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. To your point, I, I do feel sometimes a white comedy fan who is into, you know, uh, the basic white co comedians who are out there, they might see a very good Asian comedian and be, and just automatically kind of say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to like this. Thing because I'm just not going to yeah, understand totally. even though that person is really good and may actually talk about all sorts of stuff that has nothing to do with it and I'm trying to think of like a that crossover comedian I mean we I mean I feel there's tons of people who could be that for who sure who crossed over from being Asian to being mainstream yeah I mean probably Ronnie right like, right I feel yeah. like that, that like it would be Ronnie. right right um right. I at least I mean I'm sure but there, I'm sure there are other people that I'm yeah, Ali, yeah. Ali Wong right maybe? okay yeah. Ali Wong too but yeah. but Ronnie is the one to me where it's like if I bring up that I'm an Asian person who does comedy, someone else would be like, have you seen Ronnie Chang? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, first right. person mm, that, I, that no. I feel like comes up. Yeah, but I, I feel with Ronnie, he, he can do this thing 
that I can't do, which is like he's an outsider, you know? Yes. Because I can't do the stuff where, you know, he has a, this, this hilarious bit where it's like, you should have an Asian president because we're neutral. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do that kind of because I'm saddled with like being an American. Right. right you know, right. so I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to sell that because I don't believe it. Yeah. Him and John Oliver, all those guys can do like the America's fucked because America's they're not, because they're not Americans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm inside of the burning house. So I can't yeah, tell yeah, people yeah. about the burning house because I'm inside <laughs> the burning house. You could be like, shit, it's fucking hot in it's here. It's fucking hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot house. Am I right, folks? Yeah. It's hot in here. Dog, aren't we hot in this house? <laughs> aren't we hot in here? We're <laughs> fucked. Oh, okay. Thank you very much for the bit. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't know. So I think going back to your sort of anointing thing, it, it, there is something a little sad too about. I mean, shit. If Bobby Lee hasn't made it, but what the who the he fuck? Had, but he ha- I think that's the point. Is you know what I'm saying? He already is and has. Right. You know, and and what he has is great. Yeah. And like, I think because the whole point is because he came up in this time when he told a story about the third day of him at Mad TV. A producer pulled him aside and said, "Hey, just so you know, I don't like you. I don't want an Asian guy. I want a white guy. But the produ- but the head producer liked you, so." We're gonna write stuff for you. You, you, may, you may not like all the jokes we write for you, but you're gonna have to do it. Oh shit! Right, that's that day three. And oh, so he came up in this time. So he's just always gonna feel like he's not enough. Right. Because when he was younger, even when he got Mad TV, which was like the SNL competitor, they were like, "We didn't actually want you here." Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's what they were trying to instill confidence in him by them anointing him, so he didn't have to anoint himself. I anymore. do think just to talk about self-anointing, and this is like. Uh, I do think that Asianness is a speci- like a thing unto itself culturally in comedy and yeah. maybe elsewhere, but just because I'm in comedy, like I, I assuming Fumi that you are the first Asian writer at your show. No, there's another one. There's another one who's, who's yeah. there before you. But I am a hundred percent sure I am the first like expat kid who went to Japanese school on Saturday. Like people, yes, there are yes. Japanese people in this country who go to. Who are here? They're supposed to be here for like four or five years. They go to school on Saturdays with the intention of moving back to co- to Japan for college. But then sometimes they don't. Out of those people, because there's a bunch of people like that in that community, I'm for sure the first one to ever write. And, and here's 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 another one. How many Asian people have been have done late night shows? Like I mean, has like set, had sets. You know what I'm saying? Probably like three. I honestly, haven't right. even thought about like, it. Right? Like, like, I mean, Joe I, Wong this, and Ronnie. Who are not Americans. Chang. Oh, yeah. Joe Wong is Chinese. He's not right. American. And I'm not, you know. Ronnie's and, not even American. You're and, right. And so here's the thing I want to say is that, then this makes me sick to my stomach. It is, you are historic. <laughs> no, I think really, really and truly, oh like, really? I think there are things like that. And, and, you know, there, you <laughs> have, you Mike to, is throwing up, right? Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to add the element of maybe people just didn't find it funny, right? Yeah. But, so, like, you have to be aware of that. I think there's always a tendency uh, to be like, the reason I haven't received XYZ is because of some kind of unseen force. It's also possible people are just like, I actually just don't, I don't like your comedy. Right, so right, that, right, I have right, to right. acknowledge that that could yeah. be a thing. But I do feel like, like, at my job, I think I might be the first person of Asian descent to ever write, like, I'm talking about go through, go down through Letterman, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, at, yeah. at the Ed Sullivan Theater. And there's a woman who's hired right after me who's, who is India. I think she might be the first, likewise, the first Indian person. Yeah. To ever, ever, you know, go back, Letterman, whoever was in yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah. Ev- any of those people, there's no fanfare for it. Yeah. There's none. Yeah. yeah. And Sorry I think if, <gasps> and, and, no fanfare. The, but, but, <laughs> I, love, I love trumpets. And a lot of that is because of the, you know, the, the different degrees and, and not even degrees, like the spectrums of oppression that exists for people of different, you know, right. if you're gay, yeah. if you're black, whatever. So there's more to, you feel like there's more to overcome. Yeah. But when you talk about that self anointing, there's n- like nobody, nobody cares about 
yeah. that. So if anyone's going yes. to say to be like, hey, I think Fumi might be the f- like. Has anybody even checked? You're right. We're, to be like, no one's asking. No one is checking. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. I mean, like recently, <laughs> to be like, who's the first? Like, how many Asian people have done stand up on on any of these yeah. shows? Yeah. Like, wow, actually, there's we're still in single digits. Or I don't yeah. know. You right. know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. I mean, I would imagine there have been great Asian stand ups before us for yeah. sure. 100. Yeah. I just don't yeah. know who has just who has been it. recognized in that yeah. way. Right. <laughs> you know, like I don't. I, I'm trying to think. I don't know if Ali Shit. Wong ever did late night. I don't. Obviously, she so. could have. Yeah, but she easily could have. Joe Kim did it, but you're right; it's 100% single digits, single yeah. digits for sure. Right, yeah. and then like a, 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 I mean, a bunch of them are like people we know directly. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Let me say this: the other possibility is there's fucking 70 of them, and we just don't know because nobody ever built those people. No one was ever like, you gotta check out. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to yeah, check out yeah. this person yeah. right. who was yeah. as funny as everybody else. But just faded away because culturally they didn't tap the zeitgeist yeah, or whatever yeah, that yeah, thing yeah, was. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Here's a question I got then. So related, do you feel like you've made it? I feel I feel like if I died today, I could say I did comedy for a living. Yes. And in that way I feel like I've yes. made it. But yeah. Yeah. every day I open any app at all, right? <laughs> I could open freaking uh, like my health app on my phone. And I'm like, ah, oh, I could do, I could be doing more. Like, I mean, yeah, mostly yeah, it's yeah. social media. I see anyone doing anything, and I'm like, why am I not? Why am I not doing that? Like, yeah. I didn't. I yeah. found out uh, this week that I didn't get just for laughs, and I'm like, who cares? What? And then, and oh, then I okay, see what? something. I see something else. Someone else do anything? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Now I need that. Now I need that. I thought that I was. I need un- their. I need their negative energy. Yeah. Needs. I thought that I was unfazed by not getting the thing, but then you realize, oh no, no, that cut. A, that cut a little tiny hole. That yeah. cut a little yeah. tiny yeah. hole, mm. and now you need to fill it with someone else's sadness. <laughs> 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 and that is how the the origin story of the supervillain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The sucker. How about you, Fumi? Oh, do you feel like? Gosh. I mean, because here's the thing: mm-hmm. when this when we started this podcast, in your fucking. We were chilling in our gym on shorts our on your fucking couch. Yeah. All right. And uh, riling up Reddit with 200 f- listeners. Yeah. You know, you, now you have you have uh, the writing thing and, you know, God willing, they're the, the stand up set will, will, will air. Yeah. That's two things. Do you yeah. feel like, you know what I'm saying? I, and I, I think I have a similar answer. I think, you know, if I die today, it, it is nice people to say like, oh, I got a comedy job. Because the the barrier to entry is so fucking high, yeah, it really feels like anime. Like you you had to like you're in some tournament, you're in some comedy tournament, and you like beat everybody else, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you finally got a job at a, being a writer, being the lowest person on this operation, and you're like, you know, yes. it does feel like emotional, and I definitely did. I mean, you're right, the self anoint uh, anointing thing. I don't. I mean, you you know, you came out to my late night thing. My close friends care, but like, I just. I went to go get sushi, you yeah. know, like alone. I got omakase. Right. Like I anointed myself too, you know. I, I did that just like I didn't even I wasn't even thinking about Bobby Lee at that point, you know. I'm just yeah. like, but uh, but this podcast, I think I'm I'm equally proud of it. I think even if it ended today, I'm very confident that I can't confidently say that we're gonna get as big as Joe Rogan. But I am confident that if there was ever a documentary about Asian people doing comedy. Uh, somebody would mention this podcast. If it was a thirty for thirty, yeah. If it was like somebody would be like, oh, oh and, and that, also I, there was this, one. there was this podcast, and we're and, briefly and, on. Yeah, there. we're like you know just pictures of us, like our headshots. We're not even right. being interviewed, right. it's a, it's even a, though we're totally alive. They mention the podcast <laughs> and they show a picture of two different Asian guys. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyways, Mike, all right. wait, 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 Michael. I want to hear about you. Do you, oh, yeah, do you, you. feel like you've no. do you feel like you've made no, you don't. <laughs> not at all. No. Well, but I mean, do you? I mean, you know, this is a kind of a deep thing, but like, what do you, what would make you not? Obviously, nobody has the final answer because him and I, Mike, you know, Michael and I don't feel like we completely made it. But like, what would what would be able to get you to say, um, I did the I did the damn thing, you know? Jeez, that I mean, I think I think it would be have to be. It's like I've been around enough where I know that setting a goal is like an illusion. Sure. Because like I, sure. I'm I'm like one of my uh, my goal is to like get staffed on a show. Sure. Sure. Right. And I know that I've, I I want to I want it. I think I can get it. Yeah. And then once I get it, I know it won't mean shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, right, yes. right. But I do feel that is something where, you know, to your point, there is a validation thing where I can like say to other people, this is what I do, you know, because, yeah. you know, for a long time, I didn't want to say I was a comedian, but I, it, it's getting, it's gotten to the point where it's too long for me to say, anything else <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> well i also do this podcast and i make stuff on social media and i just say i'm a comedian because it's honestly faster yeah. and it's true i do spend a lot of brain power on this so it's like i guess in that way it's um you know i'm i i feel authentic that i am a comedian i don't mm -hmm. i don't feel like a fake mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um and only recently have i started believing myself so that was a new thing no, so that's yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> I think I started believing myself like a year ago, too. You know? <laughs> I mean, for, it takes like eight. I don't know. It's just weird. Like I, recently, I've finally been been able to leave shows and think to myself, oh, I'm like a I'm an asset. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm like, good. They should thank me that I was on the show. You I was I was I did a good job. You know who, I, who, uh, who helped me do that is my wife, who's like, oh, like there'll be times where, you know, someone will ask me to do something and my wife will think that, like, I shouldn't be doing that. And she'll be like, no, you you don't do that anymore. Oh, like, that's, not what, that's not what you do. And I like the part of me that's like, I am worthless is like, no, no, baby, I do. I do. I do every I do, dumb I do everything, thing. Everything. Every, if yeah, someone's yeah. like, hey, we need you to go to the Bronx to, you know, host a show. Uh, where, yeah, oh, for the comptroller. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, exactly. In the basement of a, of a Burger King. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. No problem. <laughs> yep. and I, my, it took my wife being like, no, no, don't you understand? Like you're, you're good. Yeah, you're yeah. good Don't at you it. Understand. Don't, don't stop doing you that. are good at it. Don't do, Don't do things that, that you would have to do if you were not good. Right, right, right. right. Wow. 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 See, that's that's <laughs> what I was trying to tell you a couple bonus episodes ago. You were. You were. That's don't go to the basement of Burger Kings. Don't go to the basement that's of Burger Kings. That's what I was just I, get yeah. that tattooed. No, <laughs> no basements of Burger Kings. You know that it, it yeah. is hard. No, no, you go, you go, you go. Yeah, no, that tattoo will help me get service at do or dive too. So it'll, be, it'll be a nice one. Be a nice but service. you do have to a thing that is very hard for me how long is this podcast nine hours is to, is to keep your, <laughs> is to keep your eye on is to not do a hundred fucking things and to yes. be like okay there's oh, something so hard to there's not. one what is the thing that I want to say to the world and be like let me figure out how to I, that I gotta say that yeah. I gotta be saying that shit all the time and I, in terms of being like like when I was tutoring but also doing comedy like I mean I was making no money doing comedy but I was doing it more than I was tutoring yeah 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 the finally saying to someone at a party or whatever, I'm a comedian. I know it sounds so lame, but yeah. it was like, holy shit. Yeah. That is what I am. Yes. I yes, am. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. I'm many more things, of I course. I'm a beautiful flower. But <laughs> the thing that I want to be doing is this. And it is a, uh, I don't know if this is Nietzsche or who it is, but like the thing you tell the world you are, if you tell them long enough, that's what you are. Yeah. You will be that. Mm, yep. And I yep. think it took a long time for me to be like, I am a comedian. That is the it fucking thing I want to do. Yes, yes. 
Wow, yeah. what a what a low low a low <laughs> thing to put at the absolute top. For yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could be a comedian. It's weird though, <laughs> because like you know, bringing it all the way back to this thing we were talking about with the dinner, is I, it's like I would rather be a hundred percent of this thing I really want to be than to be twenty percent of this other thing. Do you yes, know? Mm. I just it's of like course. it's not me. You know, like do I wish I had a yacht? For sure. Do I wish I could? Do I wish I could have people murdered? For sure. Yes. But like when I really fantasize in my mind, I don't fantasize about having a lot of stuff or being rich or whatever the fuck it is. I fantasize about like, oh, I wrote a book. You yeah. know, like this is cool. Oh my I god, did that. that's it's so, so. That's such a funny thing. I ju- I fantasize, I fantasize about, about I fantasize that. about being good at dancing. <laughs> Oh, I want to see you dance. Yeah, that's I know I'm going to be poor. Because in <laughs> yeah, my wildest exactly. fantasy, fantasy, I'm at friends and lovers, some bar in Brooklyn. I'm just dancing in front of my friends. And everybody's like, you're really good. What <laughs> happens is you're at the bar. You can't get a drink. Yeah, I can't get you a drink. You back away from the bar. You start dancing. Everyone gathers yeah, around yeah. you. The bartender's just tossing get drinks at you. Drink. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's a new sketch, okay? It's called Race Dance Timer. Race Dance Timer. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. Um, Michael. Michael Kane Cruz. Oh my God. Michael Cruz Kane. But Michael you, know, you got all the parts. You just kind of mix God. it up. I, I didn't fuck it up in the beginning, did I? In the I? beginning, you did great. Okay, okay, okay. Michael Cruz Kane. Things, so things, things were getting wild. You yeah, know, yeah. I was in my I fantasy. Agree. I was no, dancing. No, it was beautiful. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this podcast. This thank you for amazing. having me. I really loved it. I could, I'm did sad you have a good time? Stop. I had a great time. I had a good time. Amazing. This was. Uh, we could do this. I had so many things I wanted to talk to you about, but this is. We'll have you back on. We'll have you back on. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, great. <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, where can our fans find you and your work, man? Uh, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Cruz Kane, C R U Z K A Y N E. And um, I have a podcast coming out at some point oh, called shit. Good Grief about, uh, you know, death and grief and stuff, uh, which sounds fun. <laughs> Super fun. Uh, is it a comedy podcast? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's a comedy, I would say, comedy question mark podcast. We've already recorded a bunch of episodes that's with. Awesome. Um, one of the leads from Issa Rae's new show with um, Nicole Byer, with a, like a bunch of really cool people. And I'm excited for that to be in the world. That's amazing. Awesome. Be on the lookout for that. And as always, you can follow us on uh, social media at Asian, not Asian Pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Please, please, please come out to um, the Fumi Goodbye Hack City Show yes. on uh, July 28th. Uh, 8 p.m. at Canal Street Market. Tickets, li- ticket links are in this uh, episode description or just go to asian.asianpod.com and click on See Us Live for tickets or the bio link in our Instagram. Uh, join our Patreon, leave a review. Um, I don't know. Tell your friends about the goddamn show. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. I guess, I guess that's it. I, and I don't know. I don't at the know. end of the and day, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. We don't know. We don't. We don't know. And um, I don't know. I guess self self anoint yourself. I don't know. Self anoint yourself this get week. Your, anoint yourself. Get you some, get some oil. That, that, that could go on some merch. Anoint yourself. Anoint yourself. yourself. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Like Napoleon. Oh, we also have merch. Check out our merch. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great, a great merch plug. Great, great merch plug. <laughs> Anyways, all right, Anals, we love you. Michael, thank you so much. Enjoy. And everybody, we'll see you guys next love week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.